Hey everyone and welcome to another Star Wars Doctrine podcast. It's me, Logan. I'm here with me as always is Cody. Hello. We're playing some Battlefront tonight as we podcast, so it's going to be slightly different. We're getting to do a nice live podcast, which we've never done before. You excited? Pretty fun. It's like a little more pressure, you know? Yeah, don't screw this Why? up. That'd be really awkward. <laughs> Super embarrassing. But, with this, we've been super busy working on our trivia challenge that we just posted this week and have just started up. So I've been working on that for the last two or three weeks pretty regularly, so we haven't had enough time to put into our normal podcast as well. So we're able to think of this as a substitute, and hopefully it goes well, just in case we are unable to meet up for podcasts or need to be extra careful with this social distancing going on right now good way to do it make make sure to go check out our youtube for our latest trivia challenge to see if you think it's fun let us know what you think and if you are interested contact us and maybe you can be on the next trivia challenge show but that's not what we're here to talk about today today we're here to talk about count dooku for our podcast Yeah, so we recently put out a uh, post there on Instagram, and looks like we got quite a few, you know, people commenting between Instagram and Facebook on, on it. And basically, what the post says is, uh, uh, it's a question about Count Dooku and and whether or not you believe he really was a true Sith Lord, whether he gave himself fully to the dark side, and like the other Sith have in the past, uh, we know that his eyes didn't turn yellow, which is just something that gets talked about a lot are debated and stuff and it's kind of just a fun thing to talk about and so yeah we kind of wanted to dive into that a little bit yeah so the catalyst for that is in the movies we never see count dooku's eyes turn yellow however they do in one one or two episodes of the clone wars count dooku's eyes do actually turn yellow briefly which is very interesting. yes that's interesting i actually didn't know that and and obviously i've seen the episodes i just either forgot didn't realize but uh, someone on our on the comments who had mentioned that, and that was, that was interesting. I, I just genuinely didn't know that Yeah, at all. I totally had, did not notice that at all when I had seen... I don't even remember if I've seen this episode. I'm sure I have, but... <laughs> just from... I do not remember that happening at all. I must not have clicked or, right. I guess, noticed it. But when I was doing my uh, research for this video, I stumbled across that kind of factoid. And I was like, huh, well, that's awkward. Did not know that. Yeah, but anyway, something crazy. I think is ahead, interesting besides like that fact is like, I mean, just the idea that in the past that has been such a trait of Sith, right? You have this yellow eyes that just seems to be the marking, the yellow and red, and Anakin in Episode 3 as he, through different acts, not throughout the entirety of Episode 3 as he's Darth Vader, but like in different acts his eyes are portrayed as that Sith coloring with the, the red and the yellow, like when he storms the Jedi Temple. Or when he's just destroying all the separatists, straight wrecking all of them. See you, Redcorn. Thanks for hanging out. But it's kind of interesting that Anakin's eyes weren't always like that. When he's talking to Padme, for example, he looks emotionally unstable, but he doesn't look like a Sith. Right, right. And so that, that was... That was interesting. I, I guess, and I, and I don't know how to, how to take this, but 
Um, the the Sith eyes, right? Because it are is it something that you know is thought to be permanently there, or is it something that is only there when they become angry and actually are using the dark side at the exact time? You know what I'm saying? Because obviously Palpatine doesn't always have yellow eyes either. Uh, Maul Except kind for of once he's declared himself does. as Sidious, he does. Yeah. As soon as as soon as he says, "Oh, by the way, I'm an evil Sith, Sith Lord," he's full on Sith eyes. Right. I suppose, like, and I don't know if I would assume it's Legends now, but I'd always heard a story about how he uh, he actually already had the yellow eyes and was just covering it up, like. I. I would Using assume that force. is most accurate. Yeah. Because yeah. Cause it almost looks like the lightning made him get the yellow eyes, but that just doesn't really... That's definitely not correct. That that wouldn't yeah, make sense, right? I mean, he's been correct. a Sith for 30, right. 40, probably closer to 40 years at that point. We don't have exact numbers with um, the Plagueis novel being all legends now, but that doesn't right. seem likely, I guess, that him electrocuting himself would give him Sith eyes. That would just be random. Yeah. And how I had always interpreted that before was that Sidious actually... When I was a kid, I guess this was more of my interpretation, was that Sidious was actually super old. Not, you know, the 60 or however old. He's around 60 during the Revenge of the Sith, so, like, he's actually not that old. But I always assumed he was just, like, super old and was preserving himself through the Forest, and that was kind of like a a get-up, and he didn't actually look like he did a sheave. Like, when he sheave the the Chancellor, the, the Senator, that was not his actual appearance. He actually looked right. like Scythian, like we are used to seeing him as the Emperor from the original trilogy. And then when he had his encounter with Mace Windu, it was extremely taxing on him, and he was no longer able to keep up that facade. I like that a lot, But that's actually. not necessarily true, just because, I mean, I don't think he looked like that all the time, but I don't know. That's how I always had interpreted as being younger when I had seen the sh movies. Yeah. And not knowing some exact facts, I like, like the fact that Sidious was a human male who was around 60 at the time. Like, that's not just what 6 year olds look like. Right. But, uh, yeah. That's a good point, thinking of, like, before the prequels, like, we had seen such small amounts of Sidious, like, that I suppose, like, and he's always hooded, you know, so... Yeah, we had a video call with him. And, uh... <laughs> right. Right. Play as Count Dooku for the stream. It seems important. And the enroot... That's a good point. And as the original, uh... The original one, too, looked even... Almost even weirder and grosser. The one that was, like, actually, I think, played by a girl. It was played before by a girl, the... yes. Was it? Yeah, that's Before what... Ian McDermott was cast for episode 6. Right. And then but anyways, back and... Moving on to Dooku. Dooku, in the films, does not have yellow eyes, but he also seems slightly different. Just a few other points, right? We know that Dooku right. was a Jedi Master, something that not even Darth Vader himself did. Hey, throwing shade at my boy. <laughs> but Dooku was a very accomplished master. And from yeah. the Dooku Fallen Jedi, or Lost Jedi, sorry, novel, right? I think it's Lost Jedi. Wait, Jedi Lost. Jedi Lost. I was like, wait, it's not quite Lost Jedi. The Jedi Lost Dooku novel, 
We know that he was... We know a little bit more about his upbringing and kind of like his story. And part of that was he had always kind of felt drawn to the dark side, even as a very young apprentice. But he was a very accomplished, very skilled, and respected, even Jedi Knight. And ultimately became a Jedi Master, which is a huge deal, and hence why he was considered one of the Lost 20. Which were people who had right. actually achieved the rank of Master and then left the Order. Either by force or cho willingly left. Which is interesting just because it's not like Ahsoka wouldn't count as the Lost 20 because she never achieved the rank of Master. And there right. would likely be other Padawans. Or, or Beresafi, right. There's, there's others that throughout time had chosen to leave the Order, but hadn't quite reached the rank of Master. I think that just kind of says something about Dooku, that he had been a powerful Jedi. I mean, that takes many years to reach the rank of Master, and usually kind of great achievements and accomplishments to pull something off like that. Right. Perspective council member, I mean, just, just crazy. The dude had a resume as a Jedi. Let's go with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, I think, um, I think that definitely plays a part into it, you know, as, as you bring that up. Like, you wonder if his masterfulness of the light side of the Force played into his role, you know, and, and how... Right, because there's got to be how that relate over right? to him, for sure, for sure. And I guess that's a good point, part too. You know, like Vader had his reasons for turning, and and they're obviously so quite Vader a bit different won. different than Count Dooku's. So let's see, what did let's let's go through what the Sith we know. We'll go. We'll pull Legends a little bit here, starting with Palpatine. Um, Palpatine, as a young boy, was uh, according to the. Plagueis novel, super egotistical, um, kind of thought he was better than everyone, kind of hated his family. <laughs> he was honestly a terrible human being before he was a Sith Lord. <laughs> but yeah. he just, he was super angry, thought he was better than everyone, was kind of always seeking for ways to, to be better until he met Plagueis and was kind of given the, the chance to become his apprentice and took it gleefully, actually happily killing his entire family. Um, especially his father, who he had a terrible relationship with. And being honestly very thrilled Stand to have the opportunity to, 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 murder, to murder his whole family. So, Sidious, honestly, I think is pretty much as Sithy as you can get. He had a ton of faith right. in himself, was always seeking to be more powerful, better. He thought everyone was less of him, less than he was. Um, he... That was probably his big reasons of just amassing power and a like, huge superiority complex, right? Right, which is, yeah, like you said, it's ex everything that a Sith Lord is supposed to embody, so... Okay, so then we have... Next is Darth Maul. Now, Darth Maul, I do think, has a lot of great traits for being a Sith, but doesn't exactly have the whole choice factor that our other Sith do. Right, he's kind of just brought into it. <laughs> Right, so Darth Maul's kidnapped as a kid. Kind of like kidnapped, yeah. <laughs> as a baby, really. He was like full Jedi ordered on this crap. <laughs> so, and then just basically raised by Sidious to be a hating machine. Right. So, I mean, he was grown up to be a Sith, so he didn't really have much choice, but he did, as he 
kind of grew into it. He was super motivated. He hated anyone who had ever in his mind wronged him or deprived him of power. Or his like Not right kind of guy place. to forget. <laughs> yeah, so that part I do think he embodied a lot of what it was to be a Sith, right? He he held on to his hatred. And that was kind of like where who he was as a Sith Lord and as a I guess post Sith Lord he was stuck up on that. He felt he deserved the title of Sith and hated anyone who basically took that away from him. Hating for his extreme rage about Kenobi and also his continuous desire to overturn the Sith for Palpatine in his mind wronging him by giving up on him after his duel with Obi-Wan. Yeah. And then Anakin. I think it's Anakin's easy to romanticize Anakin. Right. Because, like, he definitely did it for love, right? I mean, I think Absolutely. that's fair. But I also can't... Oh, no. Poor Dooku's gonna die in his stream. I also can't, <laughs> in a right mind, oh, say that... that... I can't in a right mind say that... Anakin was not motivated by power, or even that his love and desire right. to save Padme wasn't really motivated by a deeper desire to be super powerful and to have control. Yeah, and and I think a lot of it comes down to selfishness too. You know, I I think it was like as much as he loved Padme. At the end of the day, I do feel like, and I do feel like he loved Padme, of course, but. At the end of the day, sometimes you wonder if it was more about he didn't want to live without her. Like, he actually says that. He's like, I can't live without her. It wasn't like, I can't bear to see her go through that pain. It was like, right. I need her. Like, it was very selfishly motivated. And and uh, and once again, some of those Sith-like embodiments. Um, and, uh, and yeah, like you like... said, power to control. It was... It was like you were saying, like, it was all, honestly him saving Padme had a lot more to do with him than it did her, I think. Because oh, absolutely. Yeah. As soon as he's like, I have a vision, you die in childbirth, Padme's first concern is the child, right? It's not herself, despite the fact that she was just told, hey, you're probably going to die because my visions weren't wrong last yeah. time. Hmm. Great point. She was like, what it's about like the baby? The difference in qualities. And that wasn't important to Anakin. That honestly didn't seem to cross his mind. He's like, I don't know. I, and then he immediately moves on to like, like I'm going to find a way to save let this you. Happen to you. And then I won't yeah. let this happen. Like, it's all me. I'm going to I'm gonna find the power. And rather than well, asking for help, he, he just goes straight to finding how he can s stop it. Right? He doesn't even ask Palpatine. Right. He's like, hey, there's this power. He's like, well, could you save Padme for me? He's like, how can I learn this power? So that seems very selfish again. Yeah, and like, who who would think that they need to take that upon themselves anyways? Like, if they, if you were told today, like, hey, someone's, something bad's gonna happen, it's like, he, he yeah, just, my the first, first thing would be like, how like, can I fix it? Like, I need to become more powerful, but it's like, I think that was already set in place by his mom dying, everything, and he felt like, you know, I'm not going to let this happen again because I can't deal with this. And, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Right. So, 
So There's his motivations. Good. There's his. Now Count Dooku. What does Count Dooku go through? So Count Dooku obviously felt this way to the dark side through his entire life. Um, as a youngling, he was kind of obsessed with understanding, kind of, he seemed very motivated by knowledge. Um, but he was, he wanted to be able to, uh, what's the word? He was super obsessed with looking at the dark side relics that the, the Jedi had. You know, that was a big thing to him, was like understanding more about the dark side and things like that. So he definitely right. had some issues. And he was kind of, I feel like grew up with a superiority complex that had almost nothing to do with him actually being a count. More so just the fact that he was better than everyone else as a youngling. I think probably similar to what Anakin went through. I mean, Anakin growing up as the chosen one. Dooku grew up as the best fighter since, since who would eventually be his master, Master Yoda who was the best fighter in the history of the Order. So that's probably a little bit of weight, kind of knowing that, hey, I'm this powerful and things like that. And the dark side shows him about power. Yeah, a little sim similar, like you said, to the whole fact of coming in being like you told you're the chosen one. and So, for sure. I'll take a uh, real quick, if you don't mind, take this question here. Or, sorry, this... Uh, response in the chat from Master Yodog. He says, I feel like he wasn't a true Sith Lord like Sidious or Plagueis or even Darth Vader or Maul. Because for one, he was raised as a Jedi for most of his life and I don't think he gave himself fully to the dark side. Some of him did obviously, but maybe not all. Yeah. That seems like a pretty good point is, you know, we didn't... He was raised as a Jedi, which I would assume even though Ultimately, if he chose to, he chose to make some pretty terrible decisions, kill a lot of innocent people. He was raised with like a good foundation, maybe that probably stuck with him to an extent. Yeah, and and I mean, and it's not like his intentions, like Sidious for or Palpatine, for example. It's not like Dooku's intentions were always bad. I don't. He does, he's not the kind of guy that like. You know, a idealist, a not a murderer. Person. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> exactly. You know, and the Jedi. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, people who served on the council with him didn't expect him to be a Sith Lord because, like, Mundy said, he's a political idealist. He left the order for political ideas and and disagreements on kind of politics and some of the ways they handled things. You wouldn't go, okay, this guy's gonna go full murderer and full Sith Lord on us now, and. Uh, Right. Interesting. And, it I makes you wonder. and I think that is interesting because he did leave the order because one, he felt swayed by the dark side. He felt like that he was actually being being pulled to the dark side, and he was like, you know, this is bad, and in my position of power, this that's not what I need to be feeling. And he like kind of did the right thing. I feel like, even sure. though that ultimately led to his downfall, but I do think he did like yeah. the quote unquote right thing. Yeah, and uh, and it's interesting. Like along the way, obviously, you know, got thwarted and got got confused, got tempted, but it makes you wonder how much of it was a means to an end, right? Like, if he saw, if he, I believe maybe he saw becoming a Sith more as a way to fix the things that he thought were wrong with the governments, with the the Republic, and everything, opposed to like, hey. 
I just, I just need power. I need to control everyone, you know? Uh, right. I don't know, it makes I mean, you I wonder if, his... if things have played out differently, you know? Yeah. Or, or if, let's, let's say the Separatists won the war, the war that they never had a chance of winning because Palpatine was behind the whole thing, but had that happened, right? Like, it just makes you wonder. What what would Dooku have done? Would he have continued to continued in his ways? Would he have tried to actually make a peaceful government? Like, what's you know how deep into this was he? I mean, he was already killing lots of people, so I do think he's he's definitely a bad yeah. guy and responsible for many deaths. But I do think oh for sure there was. I mean, his moment with Obi Wan, which was I think one of the coolest reveals in Attack of the Clones in its entirety, was the reveal of him being. Qui-Gon Jinn's master. Qui-Gon's master. But that before that, the relevant information is he he literally tells Obi-Wan, he's like, hey, these Sith Lords are literally controlling the Republic. Don't you think that's an issue? Like, it's right. bad. <laughs> Even though he was in on it. And he's it, like, he was... I wish it wasn't this way, but this is honestly just the way things are. And that seems kind of like very realistic and... And he talks about the corruption. He literally seems right. to think like, hey, like things are bad and this is maybe the only way they get better. So you could argue that sort of standpoint. Yeah. Though I don't think that's necessarily fair to say that he was just, you know, fighting his cause and doing what he thought was right. Because there was these moments where when he's fighting Anakin Obi Wan, he's literally taking pleasure in proving that he's still a superior fighter. Well, and, and yeah, and it very well could have started off more that way than it ended up being that way because, as we know, the dark side is tempting and the power gets stronger and it overtakes you slowly but surely. But yeah, definitely, you know, could have started that way because, yeah, he probably recognized, you know, when he came into contact with Palpatine, found out who he really was, you know, he probably understood this guy is a powerful figure, you know, like... When he was always drawn he really... to power, being a super successful and skilled Jedi, like I think it'd be pretty unfair to say that a lot of Jedi who are in positions of power weren't drawn to it or didn't somewhat enjoy it. Oh, for sure. And he he seems, and that's actually what's, what what uh, what the Emperor, what Sidious says, right? Is is uh, even the Jedi are scared to lose their power, but. But, uh, but yeah, like you said, I, I like the one thing you said just a little bit ago. Dooku was kind of like, hey, this is how the it is. You know, he's really. accepting that. <laughs> he's just kind of accepting, though, that, like, there is, this is one thing that is, it is what it is. And I, I don't know that I can necessarily change it. But, uh, but how can I make the best of this situation, you know? Right. Uh, and then Qui-Gon, being his apprentice, he makes the, the quip that Qui-Gon would have joined him. And obviously Obi-Wan's very defiant up to that, saying, like, Qui-Gon would have never joined you. And and it is interesting because a lot of their ideas, obviously being Master and Apprentice, are, are similar. Qui-Gon feels kind of the way about the Council, about the politics, about the Jedi that Dooku did. But, you know, the difference was kind of how they chose to handle everything. Right. 
I don't think that Qui-Gon would have joined Dooku in the dark side. You know? And, uh... I honestly don't they had similar... know if Dooku was saying that for Obi-Wan to join the dark side, like... It almost doesn't no, seem like his right. invitation was just to, his invitation to me. That's what I was actually going to say next. Because I think his invitation was more like we can we can stop how messed up this all is. We can we can overthrow think, the Sith. Do you think he genuinely would have tried to do that? I think to an extent. I don't think Duke against... would ever have given up his power. Though I don't think power to him ever meant ruling. And I think that's maybe one of the biggest points of what really makes a Sith was craving power of being in control and having no one over you and being maybe completely free. Oh, yeah, right, because like Dooku could, wasn't that guy. Cool. No. He didn't want the title of be, the master. Um, yeah. And he didn't like being a count. He didn't care about it. That wasn't a big deal. Right, right. It's the only saying, reason he goes that, and that's claims his, his title is because he does it to help his sister, because his brother's a right. tool. And then once he becomes Count Dooku again, he's honestly just like, eh, whatever. And he doesn't really act on his power or do anything about it. He actually kind of disappears. So I think it's just kind of interesting. interesting that Dooku, Dooku didn't want, like, actual. He liked, I think, being. Hmm. He likes being the cool kid in class, you know? He likes being the guy who who could beat you in the game of the lightsaber fight or you know, the first guy picked for the the on all the teams or whatever. Like that's my comparison, but he didn't necessarily want to be the head. He didn't want that power. He wanted he wanted to be cool but and do the right thing. But I do think there's like that same Oh, you just got super quiet on mine. It's fine. It, the pathway to hell is paved with good intentions, so like it doesn't really matter if Dooku is trying to do good things. He ultimately chose to do several Sith things and embodied several parts of it. And maybe he wasn't as malicious or ever would have been the Dark Lord of the Sith. He never would have overthrown Palpatine, but you know, I guess he still was a pretty bad guy and still, I think, worthy of the title of a Sith Apprentice. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Read a couple of uh, the comments from Instagram uh, that stuck out to me. Um, one of the... Let me see here. Find a good one here. So this is uh, so this person, his name is o.no.xo. A force user's eyes only turn yellow if they're in a state of rage or hatred. So he just let the hate flow through him and Maul was always in a state of rage. So that was kind of referring to the Sith eyes. I thought that was a, an interesting point. And I, like I said, I don't know if there's any canon to necessarily back that up, but it could yeah, explain the, a little bit of that. The legends would be the, I think, and probably I feel like a lot of this concept would still be canon is that the dark side literally corrupts the user's body as they use it. It takes right. a toll on them. It's painful. It's bad. Um, like, for example, in the in the Darth Bane trilogy, that's a good example of talking about the effects of the dark side. Is uh, Bane mentions that 
dark side users would literally, if compared to a light side user, they would just destroy their own body given the given the chance because of how demanding the the dark side is. It wears them out. It, it right. just destroys them, and that's why um, Sith were kind of finding trying to find ways to preserve their body and achieve immortalities because their body literally couldn't keep up with the power that they would amass. So I think that's that was one of the reasons I've I've heard before saying that that was kind of a sign of the dark side actively corrupting your body and that drawing of the dark side was was your uh, sith eyes so if dooku didn't have them you could say maybe that, that same concept like still existed he wasn't maybe actively always drawing on the dark side to let it corrupt him yeah um there's two more comments kind of on that same thing a ray 2019 on instagram maybe he was fighting the evil within himself which is interesting and then um ahsoka tano battlefront 2 <laughs> on instagram says he had pure focus of his goals and he never needed to be manipulated like maul or anakin um and i think that's a good point kind of ties into that that if, if that's true you know he's more focused on his goals he didn't maybe he focused on maybe he knew what the dark side could do to him and he wanted to try and limit that the best he could. Uh, That's an interesting point. With how much we've been talking about how Dooku studied and was desirous right. to learn about he the knew. dark side, as a, he knew what it did to you. There's like right. he, the he concept wasn't of what idiot. he could he learn just... and I guess ultimately how it could just hurt him. He would have been very well aware of those effects. Right. That's not to say that idea. he wasn't still maybe manipulated a little bit by one, the dark side, and two, even Palpatine, but oh, maybe not definitely to the manipulated by that... Palpatine. Who wasn't manipulated by Palpatine? Right. Exactly. Uh, Palpatine was manipulated by Palpatine. see it in his eyes when he... <laughs> could see it in his eyes when Anakin tells Anakin's about to kill him, and Palpatine says, do it. But yeah, no, for sure. And I think that... I just think that that's, that's a strong possibility, you know? And uh, obviously, his eyes might have showed every once in a while through that. Um, right, I mean, or we have you our could episode of Clone Wars to show that it did happen at least exactly. once. Exactly. And you could also play into the theory that if Palpatine's able to use the Force to disguise himself so other people can't see his Sith-like appearance, that possibly Dooku. Do you think Dooku is actually doing the same that thing all the time as well. I, I don't, It's definitely a theory if, if the Palpatine one exists, why wouldn't that be able to? Right. But I don't... I think... I think I like the, the idea that he just had more pure focus on his goals because becoming a Sith was a way to accomplish his goals and and and, uh, and maybe he, he knew a little bit more and about what it could being do. Aware, I like being that aware of what better. it was. Right. I think, a big you know, thing. I, I think like a lot of people know why better. they joined the Sith. I can know right. why. But I think he might have been unable to understand what would happen, I guess. Exactly, exactly. And, and and I believe Anakin, at the point Ouch. of desperation he was at, he was trying to fully give himself to the dark side. I think that's why he killed the younglings, why he did what he did, because he thought, the only way I can save Padme is if I do this. If I let the dark side consume me, and so that's maybe why we see the guys turning yellow, because at that time, he really is, I mean, dude, you don't just go kill kids and your friends. after the stuff he's People been through with friends. Right, unless he really believes, like, this is the way, so I have to give myself all completely. You know, I'm sure there's the times way. of regret. 
this is the way. But Anakin told the clone troopers the 501st. He's geez. like, uh, so this is the way. This is the way. Yep. <laughs> I got another comment here from Master Yodog. I feel like the more of the Sith things Count Dooku did were ultimately to please his master, Sidious. Without him, I don't think he would have done most of the things he, he did. Uh, That's an interesting uh, take. Yeah. You do have a, a degree of needing to obey your master if you want to get the things done you want done as well because Palpatine always was the more powerful and Dooku knew that. Dooku understood his role. Yeah, he understood he was the apprentice and how that all worked. He understood the gameplay. Probably again from studying and again from being, you know, having eyes and understanding who, what his role was in the... He knew who he was in the group. That's interesting. I guess... His, his... He definitely had motives, right, that were his own, but something like killing all the Jedi, like, that probably wasn't, like, his favorite thing to do. I mean, he does even seem right. to express remorse about the idea of having to order the battle droids to attack Count Duke, or to attack Mace Windu, who throughout his entire tenure as a Jedi, or I guess Mace Windu is because Count Dooku is older, but throughout their entire, like, kind of tenure together, they never got along. They were always fierce right. rivals. They didn't agree on political ideals. They were both tied, basically, for second in command to Yoda and second to Yoda. in skill. Right, they're essentially like rivals as much as you could be. Yeah. So, I mean, the fact that he seems like remorseful about the concept and calls even Mace Windu his old friend, like... I, yeah. I think that's kind of maybe significant about why he did some of the things that I guess we count him as a Sith Lord for. That's a good point, Master Yodog. I like that. It. Yeah, I like that too. And I like the idea of him, like, looking at him as, like, a fallen Jedi opposed to just, like, I don't know. Just a Sith. Just another just, Sith. He's, he's yeah. so different. He really is. Exactly. And it, and his story's so good, and, and I would love to get more of him as, as a Jedi, you know, a Obviously, like, it would be a dream to have a novel or something of, like, Yoda training him and, like, how he was as an apprentice and just, I don't know. It'd be interesting. Yeah, my dream is always a, cool a Qui-Gon Jinn, like, solo standalone movie because I think that'd be so cool with... Yeah. So you get to learn about Qui-Gon, but also you'd get to see, like, his master fall in his eyes. And I just think that'd be a, a cool way to portray Dooku instead of just a Dooku film. But I would also be okay with a Dooku film, is what I'm saying. Right. Well, Master Apprentice dives a little bit into some flashbacks. Qui Gon as uh, as an apprentice, and and, right. and Dooku as his master. And there's some very cool stuff with that. Once again, talking about how Dooku and Qui Gon both got into the prophecies a lot of the holocrons that were within the temple, and uh, also there's a there's like a really cool scene, you know, without spoiling really anything. It's not, it's not a big spoiler, it's just a cool scene that you get to see Dooku pretty much saves Qui-Gon's life and doesn't necessarily have to kill the person, the unarmed person, but he does anyways, just to kind of... almost out of rage or power for almost killing... the person almost killed Qui-Gon and... Dooku's kind of pissed you know, about the situation. Dooku, yeah, Dooku didn't need to kill him at the end, they, you know... They were disarmed and stuff. And, it's a neat but he does. To Anakin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to his death, right? 
And uh, you just kind of see that little side of like, like even when Dooku was a Jedi, you know, he kind of had oh, his own rockets. way of doing things. And but yeah, so it seems like it seems like we can agree that Dooku is kind of on the path since the get-go. But really, he wasn't. To say as bad, I think, is unfair, but he didn't really possess the a lot of the traits that we kind of associate, and the drive, really, that we associate with Sith. I think that's fair, right? He didn't seem to have the drive to be the Sith Master. He didn't have the drive to be fully powerful, and he didn't seem to have the drive to really do a lot of the, the things that he was doing for a personal gain, or to actually inflict this, damp this pain upon his enemies, which would contrast where... Sidious or Palpatine just seem to enjoy any opportunity to attack people and hurt people. And that was a fail, Logan. Trash. Let me read uh, one more comment that I've looking for. It's from S. Instagram. said, Dooku left the Jedi Order because he thought it was corrupted. He did all the wrong things for all the right reasons. So is he even a Sith? He didn't really even practice Sith religion. Pretty straightforward guy. Um... And I, I agree with the first part of that where, you know, him doing doing the wrong things but for the right reasons, right? It's like mm -hmm. there's there's a line you have to draw, like what what's it gonna take to get the right thing done? And sometimes, you know, if you do the if you do the wrong things for the right reasons, well you're still doing the wrong things. Right. But at the end of the day, you know, maybe his intentions were good and, and that's why he's it's such a complicated such an a complicated issue. Story. He does seem to have. He has so many likable qualities, and had so many bad things happen to him that just. I mean, one of the tipping points was him losing his apprentice. Like, and we saw, like in that story you shared, he was pissed right. when Qui Gon's life was threatened, to the point of just killing yeah. someone unnecessarily. And that was one of the huge tipping points. Is when ultimately the Jedi Order, kind of cost. Like they, the Jedi Order, in a way, really cost. Um. Qui-Gon his life is because they didn't believe that the issue is worth getting involved yeah. in too much. So, yeah. Dooku, a lot of ignorance. Lot of... The guy who wanted to do the right things, but ultimately made a lot of the wrong choices. So, still a bad guy, but very likable. Do you think, do you think Sidious... I actually already have an answer for this in my head, but do you think Sidious knew... Or felt that I mean he obviously had Vader in mind as a apprentice to rule a galaxy with and he was slowly planting seeds in Anakin's mind throughout the entire time Anakin was a Jedi but right. you know I, I heard someone say Dooku was like a placeholder Sith for Anakin you know he was someone just holding the place until Anakin was ready for to be turned and and I think that's true and it seems like Palpatine may have always Kind of planned that. I was like, this is a good guy to have as a placeholder because, you know, he's probably not ever going to become more powerful than me. He's maybe not even driven enough in the Sith way to try and overpower me. Right. Uh, he's a good, good, good person to to do right, what I need him to do. He's got so. a role, and that's a perfect, it's a perfect wording and example, I suppose. So that was that your question? I guess I was just saying that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, turned into a statement, but I guess yeah, I was just saying more. Do you agree with that? And and uh, if you think that 
Yeah, no, I, I think, think that Palpatine always had that as a plan. I don't think he was a true apprentice. I think he was just, just there. That he was Palpatine used him. He needed Dooku's influence, his suave, to to accrue the Separatist army. I don't think he would have been able to do it without Dooku. So I think he honestly recruited Dooku to as more of just like a general than a real apprentice. So I think even from that way you could say that even Palpatine didn't count Dooku as a real Sith Lord. So if Palpatine doesn't count him, neither should we. <laughs> well, cool. We had some fun tonight. Thanks for hanging out and thanks for participating both on the stream and on our Instagram. Uh, probably pull from our Facebook for our next video, but thanks for hanging out. If you want to, feel free to check us out on Twitch where we might do our next live stream and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And as always, may the force be with you. Thanks for hanging out, guys.